You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. If you're committed to living a healthier life, you might want to look into working herbs into your wellness routine. There's a reason people have trusted them for thousands of years. Nature's Way understands that nature is the ultimate problem solver, and they're constantly inspired by the power of nature. For example, their ginger root and slippery elm bark have been traditionally used for digestive support. And St. John's wort, holy basil, and ashwagandha can provide mood and stress support. And because Nature's Way sources from around the world and does a ton of comprehensive potency and quality testing in their state-of-the-art lab, you can be sure you're getting top-quality herbs. To learn more, visit naturesway.com. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Y'all ready? Uh, let's go. Welcome. This is Michael Collier's world. Started on Venice Beach, now he reaching the world. He'll make you laugh till your stomach hurts. Super fly, nice guy. And pray if you need the word. While he dressed to the nuts. Come on, get ready for the star search winner. An OG three times. This ain't no beginner. Whether you in your house, you on your breaker, out to dinner, on your job, in your car, turn it up and it's a Michael talks to everybody. That's right, y'all. Michael talks to everybody. I'm talking to your mama one day. Michael talks to everybody. Hey, man, today I am so excited. Um, really, 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 really. This guy, I've been a fan of his uh, since he was a kid. You were a kid. I was already old. You were a kid, and you were just good and kept un- just unfolding, unfolding into a better, better person, you know, learning more stuff, going different avenues. It's like, you know, when you're doing comedy, they'll say a joke has legs, which means the joke has a basic premise, but you can just keep adding stuff to it. That's sort of like how your life looks to me. It's sort of like, I remember when you just doing one or two shows, then then now you was on TV and now you did cartoons and now you, you know, really did your thing at SNL, just everywhere and how you carry yourself. So I am very excited today, y'all, to be uh, speaking with my artist. But the topic 
is endurance, man. How do you make it through and keep on going and keep your head up no matter what? And, you know, it don't mean that you're going through a life that's tough. I'm just talking about going through regular life. How do you keep going and making it work for you and work for your family, you know? Um, and this guy's a perfect example, a great artist. And I'm going call to call you my friend, but I, I only met you a couple of times, so I can't really say it, but I love you, dude. Friends. We're friends. Woo, woo. Let him a bell. Woo, woo, woo. Please get your hands together for Kenan Thompson. Woo, 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 woo. Thank you very much, man. You know, brother. what a what an introduction and a, a warm welcome from somebody that I, I've admired for a long time. You know, like we talked about this before we started recording, but yeah, I used to see you when you were performing on the beach. Right. And then I saw you, you know, when you were on, you know, on television, on whether it was Def Jam or whatever, it, whatever it was, mm-hmm. it was always standalone fire. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody wow. had a style like yours. It wasn't a lot of people that took such joy in joke telling. You know, a lot of my brothers <laughs> didn't just say what's on their mind, but you took such joy in crafting the misdirections and the actual like you know, formula of setup and punchline, man. So mm-hmm. I really, really love watching all your stuff, man. I'm a, I'm a big, big, big fan. Thank you, bro. I love that, man. I love jokes so much. So I was, the other day I was walking down the street and I saw this big old fat lady on a bike. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I screamed out, cow! You know, and she turned and gave me the finger, turned back around, ran right into the damn cow. You ever heard <laughs> that one? I love that joke. But anyway, <laughs> but you know, is- what I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a joke. And, you know, a lot of stand-ups want to get up there and, like, be the joke as opposed to tell the joke. You know what I mean? Mm. I always respected, like, you know, yourself and Bernie, you know what I mean, who used to mm. really take pride in, in presenting, you know, joke telling. It's, it's, it's a special format, you know what I mean? It's almost reminiscent of an era of, you know, storytelling from the elders kind of shit, you know what I mean? Around the fire, like this, this is how you do it. Like this is the real kind of way to do it. You know, there's a lot of ways to do it, but this is how the uh, craft of stand-up comedy really kind of started. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you can't just get up there and talk to people and then get to something funny eventually. That, that ain't gonna work, especially when you hustling. Mm-hmm. Like, I can only imagine trying to hustle on a beach. You gotta have these people, you know what right I'm saying? Now. Keep them, you know? It's gotta be mm-hmm. a show. It can't just feel like, you know, they can get conversation from the hot dog man. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. It was a great it was a great uh, uh, building ground for me. Actually, I say those nine years on Venice Beach, May 1695, defined me as a human being as, all, as well as defined me as an artist. It taught me how to do improv, bro. Yeah. It taught me how to be fast on my feet because people was always starting stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, folks would show up and didn't like that I had a crowd and they were right. walking by. They want to jump out or they want to try to get into signifying with me or something. And I had to kill them dead time and time again. The audience loved it more and more, you know, but it also taught me. So not only in these clubs and stuff, club is tame compared to the street, you know? So brother, yeah. thank you for appreciating that. I, I appreciate you. And I've, I know unless you've been on the rock somewhere on this planet, you know who Kenan Thompson is, but I would just want to shout out a couple of things. I love um, good burger. Of course, is where you were first started. All that is where I first saw who you are. And then Kenan and Kale, I followed for a long time. Is, is Kale still cool? Where he at? How you doing? He's great. He's in California, you know, and yeah. you know, proud father of four. And uh, you oh, know, proud husband, proud uh, youth minister. You know, he's he's doing his thing. He's out. He's out here. 
Oh yeah, now is he still uh, entertaining too? Is he still doing comedy or acting? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he's still acting. You know what I mean? I think okay. acting's you know for us it's always still kind of first and foremost. You know what I'm saying? So, so were, were y'all childhood friends or just you paired together for the show and then became friends? Yeah, we met on all that and then they mm-hmm. paired us together from seeing how we was you know hanging out basically. So you've been making money since you was about nine. Oh, I get money. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, like 14, 15. Yeah. Wow. And so you're nominated five times for Saturday Night Live. You won one of them. Mm-hmm. You've been there longer. You have the longest tenure of anyone, 20 years. You was there 2003. You talk about endurance. I could never even get on that show. I sent in tapes, and I've always wanted to. I think every upcoming comic sees that. And so, oh, man, I wish I could get on that. But the, you sent in your thing two, three times. They kept saying you're too young. Mm-hmm. So this one I'm talking about endurance. You didn't let that stop you. You you wasn't taking a no. But how how did you feel then? I didn't feel great. You know, like it, it doesn't feel good to be turned away from your dream. You know, because we grow up kind of being taught you can do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if you if you if you can think it and believe it, you can achieve it. You know, what exactly I'm saying? all that. So when you actually run into a hindrance, it's like all right, well. I won't put that dream, you know, completely to bed, but maybe I have to, you know, detour for a while and figure it out and come back around to it. You know, Mm. like however long you can put up with that before you kind of let, you know, things go to the side or whatever. But Mm -hmm. for me, it was, you know, kind of third times the charm only because I got to actually show up in person and not just send a tape that was just, you know, amongst a pile of other things. You know what I mean? Maybe I could get a chance to showcase my personality a little more or something like that or whatever. But yeah, once Tracy left the show, you know, they did like a, a large calling basically. And I got to be part of that calling. So that was, man, we you show sizzled it. You made it work for you in the best possible way. And I like how you helped it work for other people too. Like in that you stopped playing the women roles, the impersonations, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you insisted that it, they brought in more black women. Yeah. I mean, so, it, was, yeah. it was getting to the point where it was more gimmick than any sort of payoff. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, mm-hmm. it used to be a whole lot of payoff. It used to be, like, flexing your freedom muscle, this, that, and the other, like, pat on the back just for being an artist. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Whatever. Also, wasn't, like, the first one to be doing that shit. Like, you know, we had, like, I grew up watching, you know, Shanae and Wanda and Flip Wilson and all these other people. So I, I never saw it as anything strange, you know what I'm saying? That it was just you're a sketch performer, so you just do whatever. You know what I'm saying? And if you are watching this industry, if you're in this industry, you've seen a, a thousand times Robin Williams, yeah. Tony Curtis, Martin yeah. Lawrence, Clip Wilson, you know Milton Burrow. Mil- yeah. If you start studying, it goes back to like Shakespeare, where there weren't no even further, it goes back to the Greek time. Because in the Greek time women were not allowed. Exactly. To act in place. So boys had to play the girls and the women. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was much simpler for me. I was just doing like kind of whatever because I had seen other people do whatever. And I wanted to have an opportunity to have a career like, you know, the, the Martin Lawrence's of the world or the, you know, mm-hmm. Robert Williams, as you said, you know, like so. But then it started to become just a move as opposed to like something right. creative. And then also, yeah, it wasn't no whole lot of black women around there. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, mm-hmm. we have a, a black woman in the White House. Like somebody needs to play her. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. 
a, a, a host of other kind of characters. And you Oprah know, and, should be alive and well somewhere in the funny in, the, in our sketches. You know, she's so powerful, and how much stuff she actually does. Yeah, I mean, everybody's done her so much, so it's hard. Gail, a new person, somebody need to get on Gail. I did, sure. Gail. You did. You get- Online and I'm an ugly Gail. I swear to God, I played Gail. We shot a sketch and it was me and a comedian from Detroit named Howie Bell. Do you know Howie Bell? Yes, I do. So Howie played Martin Luther King, uh-huh. and I was playing Gail King, interviewing Martin Luther King, who came back because he was pissed off about what they did to his legacy. Yeah. And when you hear when you hear him say, "Oh, Gail, they, they, they want you to take all the meat out your diet. They want you to be vegan." Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it is so good. But I played Gail twice, and it's very ugly. And the first time I did it, mm-hmm. I played her interviewing um, R. Kelly. R. Kelly. So mm-hmm. I was playing R. Kelly and her, and, yeah. and, and that little scene they had. Yeah, it was funny, but it wasn't good. Let me just say that I didn't feel like. I ever looked like her. The second time I went and got a better wig, but I never felt like I pulled it off. I knew her beads, but you have to know the affectations yeah. and all that. I mean, right? It helps if you're a woman because we did it on the show and Leslie did Gail's part and she doesn't really look like Gail either. You know what I mean? But right. you, you know what I mean? You see that visual dynamic of a black woman talking to R. Kelly, basically. Well, my third one I did was I was Gail King interviewing Kanye West, and we used the fat white dude. So he didn't look like Kanye either, but he was in it. You know, he was in the role, you know? And And I used to love that too. Like, in like, I'm going to get you sucker when the stunt man, you know, you could see that it was like a white man with a mustache. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of used to make me laugh. So that's kind of where my head was when I was doing all that stuff. And then it became like, yo, I feel like I'm definitely in the way of inclusion as far as like black women up here and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, people misquoted what I was saying or whatever, but the end result was we, we started getting more and more and more. So it's, it's, it's it was all looking up. So if we're talking about endurance, mm-hmm. weren't you worried that making a waves could have slowed you down? Did the powers to be was saying, what you asking for stuff? Yeah, I never really like to, I don't like confrontation. I don't like conflict. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm like, mm-hmm. I want everything to run smooth because we got enough things to worry about, even outside of being an entertainer, just, you know, being black in America. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I ain't really like a big, you know, wave causer necessarily, but that one was one that I, I, I couldn't necessarily ignore. You know what I'm saying? It was right in your face. Yep. Well, you had to do something. You got heart, brother. You know? I, I, I love that. Okay, we're going to take a break in a moment, in a moment. But to say that you did the most characters on the show, mm. how many characters would that be? That I've done on SNL? Yeah. I have no idea. Really? You never, never actually count them on? No. I mean, I've I've seen, like, little statistics here and there, like, you know, 100 or 200, whatever it is. But that all seemed kind of, like, crazy to me, so I stopped looking. So would you take the challenge of anybody? Would you, would you play anybody? I mean, anybody that resonated with you that made you feel like you could make them funny or or make yeah. a point. I mean, that was that was my goal, you know, as a, as a performer initially. You know what I'm saying? So now that I'm like more so on the male side of things or whatever, um, I'm like, yeah, anybody that I'm not appropriating or you know whatever that's just like down my lane. I, yeah, you know, if I if I take something or if I'm impressed upon from that person, then yeah, I'll, I'll have an impression. When we come back. Uh, I do want to talk to you about 
what I think is my favorite scene was the price. Well, it, it's it's not the price is right. When you did the thing with Tashala and yeah, uh, Jeopardy, Jeopardy. Yeah, and with, Jeopardy. Karen, with Karen, right? Black Jeopardy and Karen brought the potato salad. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll be right. We'll be right back. Let me with Keenan Thompson. Let me tell you, Keenan, a bad boy. Funny started as a kid, stuck with it, still doing the doggone thing, y'all. And if you look at this career, it just keeps rolling out, and he's helping people along the way. That's a good thing. This is the way we're supposed to live our lives. We'll be right back because Michael talk. To everybody. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yup, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You know, everybody has their own wellness routine, their own approach to a healthy lifestyle. A lot of the most successful ones include herbs like ginger root, ashwagandha, and so many others. Nature's Way has been sourcing herbs like those for over 50 years. They understand that nature is the ultimate problem solver. So they're dedicated to providing plant-powered formulas to help people live healthier lives. Their herbs can support your health in so many ways. For instance, ginger root and slippery elm bark have both been used for centuries all over the world. Ginger root has traditionally been used to soothe occasional digestive upset and slippery elm bark to soothe the GI tract. St. John's wort, holy basil, and ashwagandha can provide mood and stress support, which is something we can all use in our modern life. I mean, these herbs come from all over the world, but Nature's Way knows where the best ones grow. They test for potency in their state-of-the-art lab, and their scientists are experts in all things herbs. What's on the label is what's in your bottle, and what's in your bottle are the best herbs around. To learn more, visit naturesway.com. And we're black. I'm here with Kena Thompson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Saturday Night Live, cartoons, uh, Keenan and Kel. Have you done what you really want to get done yet? Cartoons. Um, I'm getting. How many more. cartoons? How many cartoons? How many cartoons? A few. Yeah, it's how I it's like tennish, like between like movies and, and and shows. So is that a specialized agent you have just looking for that type of thing, or your agent looks for everything? They they look pretty much for everything, but I, I think there's somebody like in the animated probably space that's like specific on that. But I, I I'm pretty sure like they they look at everything because I think everything just gets dumped out and then they just say 
in the description that this is animated or not. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, well, there's, you know, it'll be the same agent calling me. Like, we got a, you know, an animated feature. Like, we got the Grinch coming up for you or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or trolls or... I'm seeing two things uh, that says that you will continue to endure. The two two things I'm seeing that, that sort of points out your endurance. And one is your kindness. So it's about communication, how you're talking to people around you. You know, because here in this in this town, Hollywood, um, if they can't get along with you, mm-hmm. they ain't going to hire you, no matter how talented you are, because who want to put up with all that stuff? Now, that's not always real. If you're super big, they have to go with it. But in most cases, people want to work with people they can get along with. So I think one of the keys for endurance for you is you get along with people. Like you said, you don't want no trouble. You like a positive environment. And the second thing seems to be a strong work ethic. Where did that work ethic come from? Um, I think my work ethic just comes from kind of just what I've known. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. both my parents have worked very hard. They come from humble beginnings. And I recognize that I was lucky to be raised in Atlanta as opposed to their hometown in Virginia. You know, like we've all taken very different paths between like me and my cousins and uncles and aunts and, mm-hmm. you know, and none of them really wound up on TV like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and my brother got into it because Atlanta has a, you know, a, a, a kind of farming land for that kind of thing, especially with theater. And then mm-hmm. that kind of grew into more aspects of the business when, you know, TBS and Turner came to town and, you know, just different opportunities. So like commercial kind of auditioning was always around, but, you know, movies and things like that didn't come until, you know, much later or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, they ain't in Lynchburg, you know what I'm saying? In Virginia, you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't none of that happening. Ain't none happened there. So, no, I know that. So you got to go where the work is. Yeah, I, I go with, you know, I, I, I don't stare the gift horse in the mouth kind of mentality, you know what I'm saying? And just mm-hmm. be thankful and get get to it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think none of us were raised to, like, you know, just sit around and do nothing. You know, we was all kind of, like, raised to, like, nobody's going to give it to you, boy. You better get out there and get it kind of thing. So, But that's the best way to be raised if you can if your kid's going to, if your kid's going to succeed, yes, you got to be teaching them. Ain't nobody going to give it to you. No, you know, cause there's so many people waiting it all the time. He's like, I ain't giving you nothing. Like we not rich. I'm rich. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, I hear you, man. Like he's talking to his children like that. Mm, I love this endurance, the ability to withstand hardship. What? Just tell me one of the hardships you've had. I mean, the transition from Nickelodeon to SNL was a hardship. It was a, a couple years, you know. Like you said, when we talked earlier, we were talking about how I was sending tapes and they were telling me I was looking too young, you know. That news was like, all right, well, there's a, a steady gig kind of out the window. So I'm out here fishing like everybody else, you know what I'm saying? Going to these auditions and recognizing everybody on the list, you know, because we all typecasted or, you know what I'm saying? Right. Same category or whatever. And, you know, just working actors. And like, we all kind of like, we're just coming up together, just being in LA. So anybody that was the same age, we all knew each other. You know what I mean? Me, Jonathan, you know, Merlin, Kale, um, you know, just Anthony Anderson, like just all of us, you know what I mean? And whoever could get the gig, you know, like it wasn't no necessarily hatred, but like, you ain't love it when Lorenz Tate would show up. You'd be like, God damn. <laughs> like, I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> you know? So we do that with Dennis Haysburg in my age group. It, uh, yeah, right. Dennis like, I mean, I just go home. I, I just get in the car and leave. It's over with. You know they you know they want him. 
so yeah, it was it was a lot of that for a couple of years, you know what I'm saying? So that was that was tough because you know this this business is very kind of, you know, sporadic at times, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And East or family. That's one thing why I've been holding on to SNL for so long, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not just in a hurry to let go of a good gig. I can go do other gigs while I got this other gig, you know what I'm saying? Holding on strong, you know what I'm saying? Like I I've, I've been to the other side of that conversation where it's just like, all right, hopefully my agent will call me back this week or this month, you know what I'm saying? And mm. I'll be able to like subsidize my living. Wow. You ain't make a you ain't get just rich at Nickelodeon? I did, but I had a, a terrible accountant that ran off with all of that. So Oh wow. Wow. I'm sorry about that. It was a another black man, unfortunately. Oh man. You know, God don't like ugly and he's gotten his due, I'm sure. Oh um, man. And also didn't allow me to just be spoiled and think that I had had it made and just was able to just sit it down at 18 either. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, mm-hmm. shit, you know, I, I got to keep it going. Like I got to get back up on my feet. I was in Atlanta about to buy a crib in Atlanta. And like, if I had done that, there ain't no telling what kind of career I would have had. It might've been much less dedicated. You know what I mean? I might've been just much happier just being around the crib and being five minutes from my mama house and, you know, kind of right. being, but I, I picked myself up with what I had and moved back to L.A., you know what I'm saying? And, like, was staying mm-hmm. with, you know, my good buddy Josh and other roommates and shit for a while until I was able to stand on my own, too. But it took SNL before I was really able to stand on, on my own, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of moved from L.A. overnight to New York and was just in New York like that all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? With not a whole lot of family, but I moved in with my cousin that we figured we we thought we were cousins because we worked on Love Don't Cost a Thing. Um, <laughs> we both have the same last name. And he was like, yo, if you ever come to New York, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a, like a brownstone or whatever, a townhouse. And like, you can rent a room, you know what I'm saying? If you need to like work or audition or whatever. And that was like three months or six months before I actually needed that conversation. You know what I'm saying? The, the universe provides, you know, God provides yes. you like that. So you don't know necessarily when you're going to need these things, but you should always keep your ears open. And that's what I did. I moved into, you know, a room in his house and uh, pay was like, you know, tried like $800. You know what I'm saying? For the month, I was like, cool, I can do this. I can figure this out for a while without breaking my back. And right, right. on and on time went show after show after show, season after season. Then I, you know, after like one year, you know, I like got my own apartment, and then from there, I've just been out here as an adult, basically. Um, well, see, that's where all that's the endurance. You went through that, you waited, and you felt like, dang, man, they need to come on. I need that regular check again. Then SNL came, mm-hmm. that got you back on your feet. So now are you doing better investments and stuff, so you can continue to endure. Oh yeah, <laughs> now that was, <laughs> that was a long time ago. Those struggles, and I haven't struggled since because that was. Out of my control. And that was a power of attorney kind of situation that because Mm. I was minor and like, you know, I would never have put myself in that position. But, you know, God bless, you know, my my parents didn't, you know, didn't really know better. You know what I'm saying? Because that person had come to him and had already helped them with a tax issue that they was having. So Mm. he put the trust in them and then decided to see dollar signs when it came to me because, you know, it wasn't a whole lot of kids on Nickelodeon like getting that bread like we was getting. So, you know, I don't know. Greed and, there, and there you stand now, though. There you stand right now. You mm-hmm. still right here. 
right now. You're still enduring too, kicking butt and taking names, and people respect you, man. Every place, every place I see you, they they want to kiss the ring, man. Wow, really, man. Because you've done good work. Yeah, man. I'm 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 dedicated and focused, and I I actually use that moment in time as a reminder. You know what I'm saying? Because I remembered where I was when I was when I decided to just be like, you know what? Fuck that. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? And like mm-hmm. move forward. And I don't. Of course, I'm going to sue, but I don't even care if I get a, a nickel of that money back. I want new money. You know what I'm saying? I want all yeah. new, you know, everything. I don't want to have to be dependent on anything. So how much How much does God play? And this is not a religious show or nothing because I'll be cussing and shit. But how, how much does God play? Well, how big a role in this endurance and in your success? I mean, God was there every step of the way, you know. Um, mm. but it's a large, very large presence in my life. Church going kind of, you know, took a pause or whatever. But, you know, my spiritual beliefs have never left me and my faith, you know what I mean? And my roots, my roots, you know what I mean? Whatever, like, (laughs) my elders growing up, like, I I, I hold that all sacred, you know? Like, I look at the Bible more as metaphors as opposed to, like, what you, you know, actually are reading, you know, a lot of the time. So it's interpretive. But at the same time, like, I, I definitely have faith and I'm a, a believer in God for sure. Do, how much do you feel it's important for us as artists to teach through our living? I mean, to set the example so people know how not just to live, because we want to tell people what to do, but how to have the easier path to get to where they're going. I mean, I can only show by example, you know, like I can try to tell a person all day, but I feel like even when I was younger, a lot of things would go in and one one ear and out the other, you know, until you're really ready to like receive it, you know. So my whole thing piling up is just an example, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, well, if you want, you know, something similar to an experience like mine, know exactly what I did, you know, to get there, you know what I'm saying? And then right. see how it works for you. And more than likely, it will work for you. You you already have to have talent, you know what I'm saying? See so your talent has to be there. You can't just be like, oh, I want to go be nice to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. At the same time, if you have your talent, you want to represent that talent the best way you can. Showing up on time, knowing what you're supposed to be doing, be nice to people, and, and kill your performances. So here's my big question. What do you really want to do? Now, this is a complex question. Mm-hmm. If you could do anything, anything, astronaut, deep sea diver, Tame lion, whatever. Mm-hmm. Be the biggest star. Or if you do anything in the whole wide world and people would love you for it. Oh my God, here's Keenan. Keenan's coming. They they would love you. They cheer you on. You can make whatever money you want to make and work whatever you want to. It would be so exciting for you that you don't need no alarm clock. You pop up in the morning, wreck to go. You walking 35% fast. They give your heart something extra to throb about. What, what would that thing be? I want to dunk on somebody. <laughs> I want to dunk on somebody nasty in a playoff game and have everybody be like, oh, make that good. Oh, my God. It's great. That's, that's absolutely great, brother. I appreciate you. I appreciate you more than I can say. I mean, to just sit here and talk to you is so cool. You know, I should only go 30 minutes, man, unless we just keep going. But we we covered a lot of things. And wait, wait, you ain't talking about uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, so back to Black Jeopardy, man. Black I mean, Jeopardy, Black Jeopardy, Black Jeopardy. 
first of all, the, the the gift of Black Jeopardy to me is epic. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> they had already done Jeopardy, and that was Will Ferrell territory. And anything kind of like Will Ferrell territory is kind of sacred at that mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You definitely don't get no points for, you know, fishing around in his creative kind of atmosphere because it's been done before by one of the greatest. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, but right. Black Jeopardy was just so strong. You know what I'm saying? It was just so ripe for jokes. You know what I mean? For setups. Right. The audience was always on board. They knew exactly what it was from the title. You know what I mean? It, it was just a winner. So it was just undeniable. And then the first couple of times was cool. But like the third time or the fourth time we did it, one of the two, Tom Hanks did it. And he came out with like a MAGA hat on. And it was a very <laughs> tense time in the country. You know what I'm saying? So for us to be able to pull comedy out of characters that would seemingly be on you know, tense kind of ground with each other was gold, right? Right. Next time it came up to for us to do it. So like Tom Hanks was as best as as good as it had gone. It was, you know, Chadwick, you know what I'm saying? And Black Panther was having a moment. You know what I mean? The first black Yeah, it was everything. It was it was everything. You know what I'm saying? That week was like bananas. I ain't seen nothing like that since like, you know, old documentaries of Muhammad Ali walking around or James Brown or Titanic leaders leaders. Right, right, right. So Chadwick was the the man of the culture, you know what I'm saying? And he was just like our hero, basically, at the mm-hmm. time. We could not not find something funny to do with that. So we were like toiling over it, and it wasn't easy. Like, But then we remembered how Africans and Black people are different, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Africans are much more traditional, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, make sure they, you know, really, really, like, look out for the elders type shit. You know, black people might be a little more loose with it. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Watching him learn the nuances of like black American culture inside of a sketch, man, was just beautiful. And then to top it off with a run for him to get, you know, like a standing applause worthy kind of moment or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was just all for him. It was just like, you know, circle of life holding up Simba type of thing. It was just a showcase. Right, right, right. Like, man, it was such a pleasure. You know what I mean? And the audience jumped to their feet. They jumped to their feet. The joke was solid. Everybody understood it. And his delivery, though, dude. Delivery. It was like what we all be thinking kind of things. And yeah, his delivery never never fluctuated at all. He's a no, real- he was serious African. Unbelievable. For the reasons in your potatoes. Yeah. Oh, he was like, man, he was serious. He was T'Challa. Yeah, it was great. And we think we might have come up with the Karen terminology from that sketch, too. So there's a lot of things to kind of take wow. credit for. That's, that's excellent. Well, you can take credit for a lot of stuff for good work and also good character and good taste. And I think I know your parents are very proud of you. I just know that, man. You know, I know I am. I am. And I'm a senior citizen. So take that as personal holding sin. I, I just think you're excellent. I'm, I'm, I still say I hope one day I get to work with you. I'd love to be in a sketch comedy or a sitcom with you. We we with Dad up. It's going to happen. Anything you would leave us on about endurance? Anything at all? Endurance is kind of unavoidable if you take your life seriously. You know, if you want mm. good things in your life, there's nothing that's going to come that's not going to have to be worked for. You know what I'm saying? And that's not just financial. That's, you know, relationships. That's, you know, food. That's whatever. You know what I mean? Um, right. 
I've, we always say it's, it's the challenge to get to the next level. You know what I'm saying? If you can handle mm-hmm. this, you you know are, are graced with the promised land or eternal life or whatever. But at the same time, all we have is the now. You know what I'm saying? We don't really know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yesterday is gone. So you just have to focus on what you need to do to accomplish. And then once you pile that up and you look back and you're 26 years old, You've been doing that for 26 years. You know what I mean? So you're just wow. naturally enduring by surviving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you don't need to look at it as an obstacle, you know what I mean? To have to go out there and I just got to endure. It's like, no, you're already naturally doing that. You should give yourself much more credit. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, understand like dedication towards a career in one specific direction is a, is a good thing. You know what I mean? It's Yeah. It's not great to switch up a whole bunch of times and keep starting from scratch and things. You know what I'm saying? Like pick a direction mm-hmm. and run hard with it. When you look back 10 years later, you're going to be somewhere. Whoop. There it is. I appreciate you, brother, brother, brother. Thank you. I wish I was close enough to hug you. Man, Thank likewise, you, man. man. Likewise. I feel <laughs> I- I appreciate you, and I hope that your life brings you everything you want, everything your heart desires. I hope God doubles that up for you, brother. Thank I you. appreciate you. Man. Man. Seriously. And congratulations again on that engagement, man. You out here. Oh, man, I'm so in love. Don't get me started on that. So so uh, is there something coming up we should look for? Or? Yeah, I mean, we got a lot going on. Um, I just recently started a production company that is a, a, a large entity that's going to be doing a lot and really helping me put my you know, producer hat on. So one day I can probably build a, you know, a DreamWorks or a Tyler Perry studios nice. or whatever. Um, that's called artists for artists, but also the podcast is cracking. You know, you already know with my, my co-host, Tony Maroli, the loudest yes. in the business. Um, and SNL is cracking and, you know, just trying to develop more shows and more movies and keep moving forward. Well, I love you, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you, man. Cause I get to talk to you. Now I could truly say I talk to everybody. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. I can't wait. Sooner or later, we're working together, brother, because this is my year, baby. I'll talk to you soon. Respect. Thank you. Hey, y'all, it's Michael Talks to Everybody. That was the wonderful, the awesome Kenan Thompson. That dude's so smooth, and he's actually as nice as he sounds, you know, so that's that's just so flat. Hey, y'all know you need to follow my morning show, y'all, five days a week on YouTube, uh, the Mike Kai Morning Show. And then you get three new uh, Mike Talks to Everybody every week, wherever you buy your podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This is free. Free and free. Don't let me be free. Not even cheap. You know, free food is better than regular food. I don't know if it's the ingredients or the preparation. I don't even put no seasoning in free food. I just eat it before somebody changed their mind. I'm going to see y'all on the next one on your boy, Michael Kaya. Keep God first. Remember, life is a garden if you dig it. Michael, talk to everybody. I had a good time today. I hope y'all did too, man. Thank y'all for checking us out here at Michael Talks to Everybody. Hey, you can follow me, man. I'm easy to follow. I'm on Instagram, just under at Michael Kaya. I'm on TikTok. That's Michael Kaya 135. I have a very sexy webpage called TheRealMichaelKaya.com. You know, you go over there, you can find out about my merchandise and what I'm doing and where all my shows are. Everything is right there. Or if you really love me, you can go to my cash app. That's dollar sign Michael Kaya's money. I'm playing with y'all, but I Except green stamp, food stamp, Canadian money. I'll take your bus transfer if you got some time left on it. And my morning show. Oh my goodness, the Michael Kaya morning show. That's 7 a.m. Pacific time, yo. Five days a week. This has been a Raylock Group production. I'll see y'all later. <laughs>
Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From original art and diplomas to ticket stubs and the keys to your first home, we all have mementos we'd love to put on display. FrameBridge is the easy and affordable way to custom frame just about anything with fair upfront pricing based on the size of your item and fast, free shipping. Plus, your happiness is guaranteed. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started. That's FrameBridge.com.